Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Here with Steve All, I'm Jennifer Perry, and if you have some questions for us that you'd like us to address here on the podcast, we love hearing from you. You can always find us online and drop us that email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. No shortage of news to talk about this week, Steve, but uh, hold on, hold on. I think you have a fly in your hair over there. Yeah, I, I got a fly in my hair. <laughs> oh, boy. The fly was the star of this week's VP debate, uh, it seems. <laughs> I don't watch it. You know, it's been, I think we were talking before. I think the last time I watched Saturday Night Live, Dan Aykroyd was still on it. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, I can't wait to see the clips on YouTube and things like that about the fly. <laughs> you know, it's coming. Yeah, we'll watch for that. And then, you know, we'll see if there's another presidential debate. Doesn't sound like it right now. And I kind of agree with President Trump. Like, I mean, I know a lot of us have gotten used to doing things virtually. But there are just some things that are not the same that way. No, it's meetings in the office. Like I, if you had asked me a year ago, Steve, you're going to do meetings and you're going to have clients actually come into your office and become clients that you've never personally met. And I said, that's not my personality. Uh-huh. My personality is I want to sit face to face because the body language is so important when yeah. you're talking to people on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about something and you get that look like, I don't understand what you just said. And in my opinion, that's when it's time to back up and make sure that everybody understands what we're talking about. You can't see a lot of those things when you're on a Zoom call, right. especially if you have a couple, mm-hmm. because then it's not directly on one person. It's got the two of them, and they're a little bit further away from the calendar. But if you'd ask me, would we be doing that? I'd say no. So I know things are available. Technology has been very good. But I think technology for a debate is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd say, I'll look at it, and I'm going, you got people 12 feet apart and plastic partitions in between them. And I'm going, can I understand this? I mean, I have partitions in my office. Why? Because I believe it's necessary for people's different levels of comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, some people come in, it's, I got a mask up, gloves and do everything, and they would prefer I wear a mask. And I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. I want to do what the client likes. Right. And then we got other people that it's like, okay, so I don't have to wear this thing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they're okay with that, yeah. And I'm okay with that one, too. Yeah. And I think people... For their own comfort level, it's very important. But I do believe a presidential debate, you should both be in the same room. I know we have the complications with President Trump coming off of Mm -hmm. COVID-19. And I know that's the major concern around it. But I think those things can be taken care of, in my opinion. If they can't, why are we wearing masks? Because if masks worked, why can't they be in the same room? That's a good question. If social distancing worked... Why can't they be 12 to 13 feet apart? Yeah, that's a But it's obviously they're saying they don't. Mm -hmm. So we're doing a lot of things that we might not need to be doing. Doesn't make sense to me. Just doesn't make sense. I know. And we talked about it early. How do you talk about the debates and not get political? Because everybody's got differing opinions. And I think a lot of it, I mean, I can do it with my own children. One's one direction. One's the other. Huh. Interesting. Different sides oh, of the political aisle, uh, you know, okay. different sides of the political aisle. Uh-huh. My wife will jump in the middle of it and I'd say, hey, you're not going to change their mind and they're not going to change your mind. Right. Yeah. And I said, if we would just stop 
trying to change the other person's mind and see what we can do to work together. It'll be for the betterment of our country. But I think currently right now, we're all trying to blame the other side. Mm -hmm. I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. Blame the other side instead of how do we find common ground and how do we work in a positive direction instead of the stuff that we currently have going on in politics right now? Because in my industry, I have my political opinions, but I have clients on both sides of the aisle, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you and you can't bash one because you might say the wrong thing to the wrong person. So let's see what we can do to work together for the benefit of everybody, I think, is the most important thing that we need to start doing as Americans, not Democrats, not Republicans. Americans. Steve, all for president. <laughs> write you in in november yeah you mind. can you put me in on the write-in ballot i just it just it just drives me crazy i don't my background check would be give me a, <laughs> you know they always said if you want to find out where the trouble is in your family run for politics they will find it for you you They'll do not have to do on you even if you yeah, did nothing those, at all those, so those big things where you go back and trying to find out your genealogy they said don't worry about that just run for politics somebody else will do it for you <laughs> that's true that's so true but <laughs> oh, my. But uh, you bring a common sense approach, and that's why I love doing the show with you here every weekend, Steve, because we try to offer some perspective on some of the headlines. And we're going to get into a little bit of a political discussion here today because there are some interesting proposals coming from Biden's camp. But, you know, it's been an interesting few weeks of headlines about the candidates, of course. And uh, one of those that kind of got quickly moved off the table because of the president's coronavirus diagnosis was this claim that he paid little or no taxes over the past decade. And whether you believe it or not here, I think we can all agree that the wealthy do have ways, I mean, legal ways, of reducing the amount of taxes they owe. And a USA Today headline summed it up like this. I thought this was great, Steve. Donald Trump's tax returns have many wondering what they're doing wrong. So that's my question. What are the rest of us doing wrong when it comes to actually managing our tax liabilities? Well, the tax code itself, and I, I could get real deep in the weeds, and please, if I start <laughs> to just kind of pull me back a you little bit. You geek out on this stuff. Yes. I could geek out because the tax code is written. And I believe Congress has got a pretty good job up there. You know, it's made up of lawyers and accountants. So the lawyers change the laws so the accountants can try to figure out how to get around them. And then the lawyers change them. So it's job security on both sides. Mm -hmm. But the tax code, using the tax code to your advantage, is not illegal. Right. Not illegal. Jack and Dorothy, clients of ours, they have had years where their income is negative great big losses so they carry it back those same type of a deals could have been and i i've not seen donald trump's tax return but they could have been the years where large tax losses flowed in but i also will tell you that there are years that jack and dorothy have tremendous tax bills hmm. because see in the united states we tax income and if it's all taxed differently my working income or W-2 income, if that's the only income that you have, you're going to have problems around taxes. Now, if you own a business and you use S-corps, partnerships, flow through businesses where both gains and losses can flow through to your businesses, mm -hmm. then you have the availability of fluctuations within your taxes. And you could have years that you pay a tremendous amount of tax but that next year you might not pay any tax. Hmm. 
So I'm not sure exactly where it is, but I got a feeling Donald Trump has more than one business. Right. Yeah. And he has a lot of things flowing in and out of his tax returns. And there are probably years where there are very little to no taxes and very years of tremendous taxes. If you look at most corporate returns, you have that exact same thing. Large tax years where they pay a lot of tax, some years where they pay no tax. But that doesn't mean he's paying $700 a year in taxes for the rest of his life. Right. It's going to be up and it's going to be down. But in my opinion, using the tax code legally to make myself pay less taxes in the future is very important. And to me, that's really what it's all about. How can you be more tax efficient in the future? You might have to pay taxes now to avoid paying them in the future. And in my opinion, with everything that's going on, where do you think taxes are going to be in the future? Um, Higher. Higher. They have to be. We've got to pay for everything that we've promised this year. So taxes are going to be higher. So if I could look at it with the 2017 tax rates and pay taxes a little bit more now to avoid paying taxes in 25, 26, or when you hit 72 and have to take required minimum distributions. Look at how we can use the code to your advantage, not how do we fight the code. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.